Hello, you're listening to the Ace Up Your Sleeve podcast. My name is Rackin Young, a student in the acting company for excellence and host of the Ace Up Your Sleeve podcast. Today we are talking to Cameron Ott. Mr. Cameron is a Collegiate Pursuits Program Director. He started working with NTPA in 2019 as a choreographer and assistant director and holds a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Drama from the University of Oklahoma. Mr. Cameron has also worked as a professional actor in New York City for several years. Welcome, Mr. Cameron. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. We're so happy to have you here. It's so awesome to have the Collegiate Pursuits choreographer here and and um, and director, like the main director too. So we're so excited to have you. It's my pleasure. All right. So to start off, what sparked your passion for acting and dancing? Um, it started pretty early. Um, I mainly probably started with like you know your standard elementary school plays. Mm. Um, I went to a lot of different elementary schools because we moved around a lot growing up. Mm. So I think. Your, your standard nativity play for Christmas ah, and then yes. doing your music programs. I think that's where it started. And then it all just kind of propelled after that. And it blossomed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you've been a professional working actor and dancer for years. Tell us about that experience. Um, it's a wild ride. You know, I, I think when I look back at my career thus far, I, I think of it in chapters. You know, I... I was lucky enough to go to a really good school that mm. offered me a lot of opportunities both in school but also professionally. So I was able to gain professional experience while I was still in college. And then that launching pad from college into the professional career, I think of that as a separate chapter and then kind of defining like who I was as an actor and director mm. as I'm growing into my career, I think of another chapter. So I think it's... It's, it's been a ride, and every chapter has had its bumps and bruises, mm -hmm. but they've all essentially brought me to where I am today, and, and I'm proud of the work that I do, and um, I'm lucky enough to work with students like you, and Aww. and that's what's brought me here. So yeah, man, it's been, it's been wild, but it's been great. Do you have a favorite chapter, perchance? I mean, college <laughs> is college, you know? So I think, I think college opened my eyes to a lot of what the industry is mm -hmm. and a lot of who I am as an artist. Um, and so I'd say probably college was the most influential. And then right after that, I was in Dallas for a year. And I think of that as its own chapter. Yeah. And then New York for three and a half years. And that was its own chapter in itself. So um, I don't know, college and then probably New York. Oh, there you go. Yeah, New York is so much fun. Yeah. Can you tell us what a professional audition is like? What can we expect if we were to go to New York and try out for a show? So a lot has changed over the past couple of years with professional auditions in New York. Um, I mean, pre-COVID auditions looked a lot different than they have in the past two years. But now we're like slowly but surely starting to get back to it. Mm -hmm. um, but like an example of what a pre-COVID audition looked like, if you had an appointment um, an individual appointment where you would go in an audition, then you would just show up for your appointment and you would go in the room and it would be pretty standard like an in-person audition here. Mm -hmm. um, so you've got your accompanist, you've got your director panel, you present your pieces or whatever they ask you to bring in and then they can ask you to stay for a dance call or they can ask you to do pretty much anything and then if you get a call back, great, or you're just never going to hear anything ever again. And that's ah. standard. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there was a time where... 
you had to stand outside at 4 a.m. to get your name on a list and then maybe not even get seen that day. So I think it really just depends on the project and depends on the company you're auditioning for. There's a lot of logistics that go into the audition scene in New York, um, which is all part of the learning curve, I think. Oh, my God, absolutely. Yeah. And about how many directors are on the panel? Just, like... It really just depends on the show. I've ah. been in rooms where there's like 15 people, oh. and then I've also been in rooms where there's just one. So that you kind of just have to judge it based whenever you walk in the room, or sometimes whenever you walk in, they'll like tell you who's going to be in the room when you check mm. in, which is nice. That's handy, I, yeah. yeah. I always appreciated that to know what I'm getting into. Yeah, you don't want to walk into a room and there's like 15 people, and you're expecting like three, and you're exactly. like, oh, there's five times as many yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. But really enough, I prefer when there's more people. Because yeah, then it's like, I don't feel like I have to, like, make eye contact with, like, one person. You know, mm-hmm. it's I, I like it being more people in the That's room. That's true. It feels more like an audience yeah. than, like, um, um, than just a regular audition. Correct. So that correct. would be nice. So, do you need an agent as a professional working actor, or can you make it on your own? I think everybody has their own journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had an agent at periods in my career. I have not had an agent at periods in my career and I've gotten auditions at both times. Um, I think that it just depends on what kind of projects you're going in for. I mean, if you're looking at like the Broadway type projects, you need an agent to get appointments really truthfully in today's age. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, just like here in Dallas, if you're just going in for regional work, you really don't need one okay um it just depends on whatever market you're in well there you go so like for instance um if i were going to audition for um i need to think of a company if i were auditioning for like uh, the dallas theater would i probably need an agent or would it be like oh i can just go ahead and try it i think both if you have an agent they can get you appointment but also like theaters like dallas theater center or uptown players or mm-hmm. like some of the regional houses here they will usually always have like a season audition where you can just book an appointment you submit your headshot and resume sometimes they'll require pre-screen material mm-hmm. um and then they'll book your appointment and you just kind of show up and do your thing wow well there you go it yeah. seems it seems pretty simple yet and incredibly complicated at it the same time. is it is it's a business <laughs> and and when it becomes your job you have to treat it like a business Mm, that's that's a good you are right the there. product yeah that's true you are the product and you have to advertise yourself yep. like you have to be prepared and you have to be very concentrated and focused to really show your best yeah absolutely you are now the collegiate pursuits program director of ntpa can you tell us about the program and what students can expect if they were to audition for a production yeah absolutely so um collegiate pursuits kind of has two umbrellas mm-hmm. um so i'm the program director so i mainly manage all of the um like training programming that we have in Collegiate Pursuits. And then Bethany Borland is the artistic director, so she is in charge of the productions. Um, but we kind of work side by side. We kind of do a little bit of everything in there. <laughs> yes. um, the programming side consists of master classes and workshops um, with collegiate and professional guest artists that we have come in to work with our students. And then we also have a private lesson program with the main objective being that we're bridging the gap between the high school and collegiate training. So it's mainly catered towards those students who want an elevated level of training, something that's really going to challenge them, and also those students who are really looking at going into this for a career. Um, You know, there's a big jump between high school and college, Mm -hmm. and um, we're trying to bridge that gap a little bit. I think um, 
what students can expect if they were to audition for a Pursuits production is just different practices, just different standards that are um, expected to be met in the room. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit quicker pace and <laughs> expectations are a little higher, mm -hmm. but um, it's an educational environment where we're here to support you and encourage you and show you that you are capable of doing those things. You just have to learn how to do them. Wow. And so um, what would some of the standards be? Like, do you have to be more prepared? Do you have to be more focused? Or? Yeah, I mean, I think it starts at auditions. Auditions look a little bit different, and then rehearsal procedures look a little bit different. We run breaks on, like, a professional standard equity break system. So mm -hmm. you have, like, a break, a five every 50 minutes or a 10 every 80 minutes. And mm -hmm. um, we use collegiate, um, like, vernacular and, and like, we use collegiate practices in rehearsal to work through like character building and um, tech looks a little different for us. Mm -hmm. We are lucky to bring in professional designers um, that design our shows for us. So you're working hand in hand with designers, getting to learn what like that process looks like. Mm -hmm. um, and then also every show we have a guest artist on. So that's someone that we bring onto the artistic team. Ooh. It could be um, we've had, Majority of time, it's a guest artist choreographer who um, majority of times I will collaborate with. Um, we've had a guest artist dramaturg on Cabaret, oh. which um, was great because that's a really nice historic piece. So we had someone who really came into the rehearsal room and educated everyone on the history of the piece. Um, what else? We have a guest artist music director on Company right now, oh. um, which is great because that's a really difficult Sondheim score. Yes. So I think it's just bringing new opportunities to those who are are wanting a little bit more of a challenge and and trying to bridge that gap for those trying to pursue this as a career everybody's capable of doing it if a student were never to perform in another production after leaving ntpa what do you hope they learn from working with you that will serve them in whatever career they eventually choose i think that the theater innately teaches you hard work and dedication and self-discipline. Um, so I think that that comes naturally from just being involved in theater. Mm -hmm. I think specifically what I hope that students gain from working with me is a sense of self-confidence and um, a sense of self-love and care because this world is really hard and this industry is equally as hard it's brutal yeah and if they can leave a process with an artistic process with me knowing that they are enough and that they're loved and that they're cared for then i've done my job and wow yeah i mean it i think that theater has the power to change and move mm -hmm. um bigger than any other art form I agree. And so I think if we can teach life skills, but also self-love, then like we are, we're doing A-OK. -okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, um, theater also brings like, it brings people together almost. Yeah. And it storms very strong bonds. I know I've made so many great friends. Like, oh, in absolutely. So I've learned a lot from being in theater. So you've directed several productions during your time at NTPA. Do you have a favorite show? And if so, what is it about that production that made it so special? Can I have three? 
Sure, why not? <laughs> um, okay, my first is probably Tuck Everlasting. Oh, yeah. Just because Tuck was like came right after COVID, mm -hmm. and it is such a beautiful story, and we had the most amazing cast in the world, and it just felt like the most perfect story to tell coming out of a time period of life where like no one really knew what was going on. And it's a story about love and family and home, and so that was really special. Um... My second is probably Cabaret because we really, really challenged that company of students um, with different techniques and just different ways to be brave on stage. Mm -hmm. And we transformed the Brody Copeland Theater into an entire bistro cafe. Yes. And it was unbelievable. Um, and then my third is uh, Peter and the Starcatcher, which I just had the privilege of directing. Um, and it was actually my first full show here at NTPA where I was the head director on. Um, and it's a beautiful story about individuality and finding yourself and who doesn't love a good prequel to Peter Pan. Here, so, here. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. I'd say those are, those are probably my top three. Wonderful. And finally, what advice would you give students who want to pursue theater as a career? Keep working. You, you can't stop. And know that the no's will inevitably lead to a yes. Wow. That's... Because you can't rely on the yes, but you have to know that it will come at some point. Even if it's just someone saying, hey, I really love you. I really love who you are. That's enough. Um, but it takes a lot. And you got to keep working. A lot the of biggest thing is, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got to give yourself grace. Hmm. Yeah, I like... That's very good advice, I will say. Thank you. <laughs> you you got to believe in yourself and definitely have, like, internal validation. Like, yeah. I am who I am and no one can say otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. And now, Mr. Cameron, it is time for the five quick questions where we ask every guest the same five quick questions. You must answer every question quickly and without explanation. Are you ready? I'm ready. I think I am, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Number one, what was the name of the first show you performed? Susical Jr. Yes! What is... Sorry, I love that show. What is, <laughs> what is your favorite show? Dogfight. What is your favorite role you've performed? Uh, um, Joe in Angels in America Part 2. What is your favorite dream role? I don't have one. What? I know. Oh my gosh. You have well, actually, maybe oh. the man in Elephant Man. Oh yes, that one is a good one. And now, what is your favorite candy? Uh, Reese's. Easy. Done. Oh, those, those are really good, I yeah. will say. Thank you so much, Mr. Cameron, for talking with us on the Ace Up Your Sleeve podcast. And until next time, I'm Riken Young. Remember, you always have a winning hand with an ace up your sleeve. The Ace Up Your Sleeve podcast is brought to you by the students of the Acting Company for Excellence at North Texas Performing Arts. This podcast was created by Reckon Young, with sound design and editing by Latham Young. Faculty supervision is provided by Hannah Brewer. NTPA is a nonprofit organization dedicated to developing the character of youth through quality performing arts education and family entertainment. Learn more about upcoming programs and events at ntpa.org.